Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are Anchor Moms. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Anchor Moms, the podcast. Glad you're here with us. We are we are, are so enthusiastic. We're, I'm celebrating because we have conquered the flu. I know. I will say this. I'm sort of jealous, if only because, I mean, now you won't get the flu this season, right? Like, you put it behind Hopefully you. Hopefully not. I don't you know. You put it behind you or no? I So we basically all of last week, some child or multiple children had the flu. Um, and the good news was Gregory and I never got it, Mm -hmm. but I was kind of like when we first got it, I was like, are you kidding me? We had just, I had just taken all four children to get flu shots like a couple of weeks ago. And part of me is like, you know, gosh, I should have just like not worried about it. Like that was a lot of effort, but, but I do think it wasn't as bad of course, because we'd had the flu shot. Um, so yeah, Ellery went down first and she had it the worst. I mean, she was out for a couple days, like sleeping all day, vomiting, like high fever, like really sick. And then I almost felt like as each other kid got it, it got progressively better. Right. But you know, I couldn't have the nanny come obviously cause we've got fever and fevers in our house. Um, and I'm still trying to get work done. It's just a lot. It's exhausting to have all of those children who are, you know, at least semi sick semi-cranky, well, so you know, a, off their game. Yeah, 100%. If you've watched the news at all, you know that um, there are the hospital, uh, mm-hmm. like pediatric hospital beds are full across the, across the nation just with COVID and RSV. with RSV and with the flu. So mm-hmm. I'll just be honest with you, River went to two birthday parties this past weekend. She's still mm-hmm. in school. I'm waiting. Yeah. Now she did, she had a cough couple of weeks ago she went to the doctor and they were they you know they were like it's viral like there's nothing you can do um but I am and she got the flu shot she Mm -hmm. got her COVID shot I'm waiting um I'm I'm just I know it's going to happen Mm -hmm. and uh I just you know I hope that she that we're all okay you yeah, know? and I'm yeah. assuming we will be. We all got flu shots. Like we did, we I did, did, it did, did all the right things. Yeah, I did feel like it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, but it was funny because when we went to the doctor, the pediatrician, he was like, "Yeah, I th- he actually was like, I think she might have strep because you know, of course, he looked at her throat and she had a bad cough and sore throat. He's like, I think it might be strep, but I'm just gonna, you know, like do the trifecta test. Like we'll test her for all the things, the flu and COVID, and um, you know, they call 20 minutes later. Actually, no, it's not strep. It's the flu. Um, which is kind of almost worse because obviously there's not like he didn't suggest doing Tamiflu for kids, so it's like you don't really do any give yeah. him anything. If it's right. strep, it's easy not easy, but you give him an antibiotic, you give him an antibiotic, and they're good to go. Um, anyway, but I, you know we we survived. It just it does make you realize like, whew. first of all, I mean, like literally when my nanny walked in this morning, this is like the, the we're recording this the Monday after the week that we had the flu at our house. I, I wanted a hugger. 
I mean, I, I just wanted to be like, I'll, I'll pay you double. Like, just never, 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 never leave, leave me again. Never leave never. this house again. I was like, I missed you so much. She was like, oh, I missed you guys too. I'm sure she was like, actually, I enjoyed my couple right. of days off, right. like, away right. from these sick, right. crazy kids. Right. Oh, my goodness. It just makes you realize that you can't do it alone. No. I mean, no. I, well, you know, I don't know. I think, I don't think we podcasted. Uh, my nanny's husband had COVID two weeks ago. Mm. Did I tell you this? Mm-hmm. And so we didn't have her come because mm-hmm. obviously we didn't right, know if right. she was going to get it and then give it to us. It was the longest week yeah, it's of long. my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. So, it just makes you appreciate the help that you have. Yeah, it was the yeah. longest week of my well, life. She funny. didn't get it, by the way, so that was good, too. Good, good, yeah. yeah. It was funny. My pediatrician, I said, to your point, I said, when we were leaving, I was like, honestly, he was like, you know, keep everybody healthy. You're doing a great job. He's a very, like, Go you know, get supportive, yeah. like, yeah. doctor. He was like, you're doing great. You're, you're, you're going to get over this. No, no problem. And. Uh, I was like, honestly, I'm just like surprised that it's taken this long into the school year for us all to get sick. And he just laughed. And I was like, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, yeah. I really, yeah. you know, so August, we started back. Like, I'm kind of surprised that the You've six of us. You've lasted until November. I've lasted until yeah. November before no we got it. And you got Halloween in. That's the other thing. I yeah. wasn't thinking about Nanny coming with the potential of, I mean, obviously, for obvious reasons, I didn't want her to come because I didn't want to to get COVID, but I was, like, feeling bad if River got COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, the weekend of Halloween, that would be right, so sad. Right, she would yeah. have been so sad. I know. At this so. point, you just kind of, with everything going around, RSV, COVID, flu, yeah. all the things, like, you just kind of hope it hits at, like, a good week, right. honestly. Like, you don't want it to hit, like, at Thanksgiving. Right. You don't right. want it to, when they have, like, a performance right. or, like, a big game, you know, like, you're just like, let's just try to have the sickness hit when yeah. it's, like, c- convenient for right. our family. Right. <laughs> no. I know. Okay, moving on. Um, This is from The Atlantic. Stop pretending that intensive parenting doesn't work. It's expensive and time-consuming, but the data prove that kids benefit. This article stressed me out. Um, He says, he starts out by saying, since having our first kid two years ago, my wife and I become the type of parents we used to pity, intensive parents. To an extent, we didn't anticipate we had found ourselves pouring time into securing the best child care, the best school district we can afford, the best health care for weird infections and rashes. They conduct relentless investigations into the things we have no desire to think about. Should we get life insurance? How much? Um, will the will whatever life insurance policy we get work? Should we quit our jobs? Blah, 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 blah. You know, all of this stuff. And mm-hmm. he says, um, parents today find themselves caught in a strange limbo. Many of us agree that intensive parenting is warranted. At the same time, a growing chorus claims that intensive parenting doesn't benefit kids and might even harm them. Mm-hmm. Which side is right? He says that intensive parenting is sort of the key to this. He's done a couple of studies on it. Um, and he's a data scientist and an economist. He spent the past five years writing a book about parenting and child development. And pretty much everything that intensive parents worry about does, does matter yeah data confirms that parents are right to seek out you know better schools uh early care environments um and it's because when they do these studies it reveals that kids are more successful they make more money and he even points out like it's it's not not that money is a huge indicator of like mm-hmm, happiness mm-hmm. or not but if you're wh- what do you measure it by right mm-hmm. so that's what he's he's putting out there um and he talks about that um, this I thought this was so funny the people who criticize intensive parenting they they are intensive parents right, one, yeah, yeah. one economist argues that parents have little power to shape their children's futures and yet homeschools both of his children 
The founder of the free range parenting movement, often cited as an alternative to intensive parenting, made her own kids spend one summer doing math sheets every day after camp and another summer writing an essay a day. Yeah. It's like, and that was his point. He was like, you know, I'm looking at like what these researchers, what the people who say this isn't working are doing themselves. Yeah. And that's like, right? Like the proof's in the pudding. Like whatever. Like what you're going to do with your kids is obviously what you think really works. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of funny. He did say, too, that um, his research showed, I don't know how in the world you get to this number, but that intensive parenting can increase your child's lifetime income by $1 million. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like the – Crazy. Yeah, that's $1 a lot of money. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and, again, not that, that money is, you know, obviously the key to happiness, but it doesn't hurt, no. you know. Yeah. Um, so here's my question. Like, do you think we're intensive parents, you and I? Um – I would say at this point, yeah, Brian and I are. are. I mean, yeah. I don't – River's four, mm-hmm. right? So we haven't cr- crossed a lot of those roads Bridges, yet. Yeah. But, I mean, yes. I mean, I, I – It's funny. Like, reading through this, I'm like, am I or am I not? Like, I do yeah. feel like, you know, I did all the school tours. I, like, really stressed about where they're going to, to school and preschool and that sort of thing. But – I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like a gray area to me. Like, I feel like with some of the other parenting techniques, I can, like, clearly see, like, I'm not a helicopter mom. Like, you know, some of them seem pretty clear. But this, to me, is kind of vague because it's like, of course, everybody's going to work and do things to make their kids' lives better. Like, when does it cross into, like, intensive? I think the problem is, is, like, and I think this is the meat of the article, which we haven't talked about yet, is that not every parent, not all parents have access to that kind of stuff, depending on your income Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. are you a white uh english like english is your first language like parent how did you grow up i mean Mm -hmm. right like if you're an immigrant if you grew up uh you know economically challenged i mean Mm -hmm. then you're raising then there's a possibility that you're raising you're a minority and you're raising your kid i think that's what the 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 crux of this is is it's so we need to get since we know that intensive parenting works, we need to take less of the burden off the parents. And kind of what we say all the time on this podcast is to develop things from like a social and community standpoint that they allow everybody, everybody mm-hmm. to intensively parent. Like mm-hmm. let's give everybody access to like the mm-hmm. best schools, the best neighborhoods, um, the best after school tutoring programs, mm-hmm. the best let's let's have programs that parents, you know, carpool and so their kids can do dance and swim and soccer, mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. the things, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's so that's it's less the point. like making the cognizant decision, I'm gonna parent this way and more of like who has the means to be able to do this. Yeah, and I mean I yeah. think I mean I, are there like terrible parents out there who are just like I don't care. I don't care. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. But I think that the big point of this article is is like I think for some people it's not a choice. It's just the circumstances right. that they find themselves in. Yeah. Yeah. It did, it was interesting there was a quote that said some family some say family environment has little bearing on a kid's future. Like how interesting, you know, and and you just think about what really is shaping what what they're going to become and what they're going to do in their education. It's it's kind of fascinating, yeah. really, to think about how the things that we do as parents really impact them. Also, yeah, like a, no pressure, right? Well, that's what I wrote. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is disappointing and exhausting because I feel like it, like, just here's a, here's a prime example is um, today, this is my one of my really long days at work. Um, it's like an 11-hour day or something like that. Then I'm going to go home and take River 
to swim lessons for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. at like four o'clock after oh. I've been up that I will like by four o'clock I will have been up for like 13 or 14 hours it's right, like the right. equivalent of like if you get up at 7 a.m like taking your kid to swim at like nine o'clock at night do you know what I'm saying and it's like like I willingly signed her up for this Mm -hmm. knowing that I was like oh man on Mondays at like why that's gonna suck so bad for me but I was like no I you know like she I want I want her to like be a good you know I want her to be safe in the pool and like this is the right thing to do and the instructor like recommended it so but I mean isn't that like you know, yeah. it's yeah. exhausting and it's like disappointing because I would love to think like, it would be nice to think like, you know what, we can skip swim lessons this session because I'm tired and it's on Mondays this mm-hmm. session and mm-hmm. I just like don't want to do it. But mm-hmm. that's just like the prime example of like why it's uh, it, like intense. Mm-hmm. If that qualifies as intensive parenting, it's like exhausting. Yeah. yeah. You know? Anyway, <sighs> thank you for listening to my sad little PSA. Um, my sad little life. Good luck, good luck uh, at swim practice at four. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? I yeah, think, like, yeah, that's totally. Like, that's the, you know, like, well, on that why same, do you torture yourself? Yeah. yeah, on that same note, like, I literally have gotten to a point where I'm only allowing the kids to do one thing because I'm like, I just can't well, physically, but you, like, you do. have to do that. When you have four kids, like, wow. what are you going to do? Are you going to let all four of your kids do three different things? Like, that's, like, it, physically be... impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I would have, we'd have to have like a sister wife or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know know. know what we would do. You might like that, actually. Can I say this? Like, would it be nice? Like, I would allow a sister wife if like she would take my kid to swim. To swim. I know. Sister wife, will you take my kid to swim? I do feel like it's like, we we need another adult in this family. Like, we need another adult. Can we get another adult? Can I please have another adult? If only you could like birth another, like, not a child. Right. Another, like, 30 year old. An adult to help you out. Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com mom's the word okay my mom's this week is one that we i'll be honest may have talked about before okay but uh quick psa folks um, I don't think anyone realizes at home listening the value of a Katie Killen oh, in this world. Every week we get a mom, or every other week we get a mom's from Katie, and it is, I promise you, what an amazing product. Okay, okay. So listen, when I turned forty, sweet Katie sent me a box of like all of the wonderful things that she recommends on this podcast and that she uses in her because life. Because you're always like These beauty <laughs> products that I, she knows I will never buy myself because I'm cheap. 
Anyway, so she sent me this big box, and every single thing is amazing. Well, what are you so enjoying? I'm just saying, hold on. Okay. I'm just saying, whatever Katie recommends, just go buy it. Oh, stop. Like, really just go buy it, because it's amazing. Um, the one I'm going to talk about this week, in particular, is the eye cream. Oh, the what Peter it, Thomas Roth. Oh, is it the is it eye cream or patches? Which one did I send you? Eye cream. Okay. So it's called Water Drench. Uh-huh. It's Cloud Cream Moisturizer. Yep. Um, anyway, so these are like all the fancy, wonderful beauty products that I don't know. Do most moms have these and I'm the outsider? Or is like Katie just goes above and beyond and gets the best beauty products? I don't know. Which, no, I don't I know what don't the norm wanna, is. I, like, I don't want to look old. I, I don't know if that, that – yeah, so I'm just, like, know. willing to, like, you know, spend my whole – like, here you go. Here's my bank account to yeah. counter person. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, yeah. whatever the reason. I don't know. But um, everything she recommends is great. And this eye cream, I mean, I every morning when I put it on, I just – I don't know if it's because I don't usually buy nice beauty products, uh-huh. but I'm like, ooh, this feels so fancy and amazing on my face. <laughs> You know, maybe when you're, like, such a, like, schlumpy self-care person Stop. that you, like, barely, like, use face wash, you're just, like, any product you put on just feels glorious. Anyway, I love it. It's this eye cream, Peter Thomas Raw. I don't think it's been, and I do not think it's been a mom's. A well, there you go. It's a mom's now. And also, this is your mom's to say, just buy anything Katie recommends, <laughs> because everything is legit. The shaving cream that I know has I been a mom's on here. Cream. Yeah. That shampoo and conditioner, like all the things that Katie says. Are you actually using the conditioner? She's not. And I haven't started yet. But it's in my shower Are you using ready the shampoo? to go. Yeah, I do like the shampoo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, this is this is she. She knows what's up, folks. Okay. She's I'm glad a beauty that, I'm product so connoisseur. Well, I don't know about that. Um. All right. So next article: four amazing ways to end sibling rivalry. Um, I'm assuming you know that my children fight all the time. So this is why well, I, I just article. know that I had a sibling, and I literally still have the scars on my arms oh, to prove yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so obviously, if you have multiple kids, you know that they're going to fight, um, and there's going to be rivalries. So these are the four things you can do to help. Uh, first, to delete the labels, which I feel like we're kind. We try to be really good about, you know, obviously saying like, "She's the smart one," like you know. Your sister so-and-so did this. Why yeah. can't you be more like this? Yeah. You know, that, that type of stuff. Which I think is kind of, a, in my mind, the easiest one to kind of nix, right? right? Um, this next one is, I think, very important, but very hard for us, at least, to do. Solo attention. Give each child 15 minutes to an hour of just you and them. Yeah. Um, this is just tough logistically for us right now. But I do think it works. And when there is time when we just have them one-on-one, of course they're amazing. Of course. And they're glorious. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, why would I ever, like, have any doubts about this child? They're amazing. And then, like, the hour goes by and the family gets back together. And I'm like, well, nope, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Discover their uniqueness, which I think is good to remember. Like, each kid, no matter what, has something that they're special and and great about. Right. Um, And then teach self-calming strategies, which this is interesting. And I don't know what Rivers class is like, but – I'm surprised that in all of my kids' classes, from preschool all the way to LRA's in second grade now, they have calming corners. Really? Yeah. Even okay. in the public schools where you go, like, they have, I saw it at Bexley Why don't night. we have a calming corner here at, at work? work? We really need one. 
But yeah, they have a common corner. There's a little chart on there that says like if you're having a hard time, like here's the steps you can take. There's different options. You can use like a stress ball. You can hold a lovey. You can read a book. You can, you know, there's all these different these different right. methods that I'm sure are helpful for kids when they're trying to go through these things. Anyway, I um, I'm I guess I'm just like. We never had that when we were in school. Like we never no. had a calming corner. So when River, I'm just thinking when where River went to camp this summer, they did have like a whole little like calming room. Yeah. That had like light, calming lights and like pillows and it it's definitely. What are you looking at? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure our audio is coming through. <laughs> coming in hot. Uh, yeah, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so we've I think, evolved. Yeah, yeah, and I think those are all good. Um, ideas we I've, I've learned one other like non-professional tip here i've learned that if you call it taking a break instead of a timeout people like it better kids yeah. like yeah like they're like i'm not taking a timeout i'm like oh no no it's not a timeout it's right. just a quick little break right. a feel good break right. in your room by yourself right. where the door is locked no i'm just kidding um like let's just take a break and they're like okay yeah we'll go take a break like for some reason well, like the the phrasing of it i don't know why it works better i'll yeah, have to try yeah. that yeah because timeout seems I think they feel like they're being punished. They feel like it's bad news. But if you're like, let's just go take a little break. Or yeah. like sometimes I'll be like, mommy needs a break too. Like I'm going to go take a break. You take a break. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. Anyway. Okay. All this to say my kids still uh, fight all the time. So. Well, of course. Yeah. Like I said, I like there was no one I hated more on earth um, than my sister growing up. No one. All the way up into Which college. Which is hilarious because you guys are now so Now I, close. like, love her. She's the love of my life. But, like, I um, hated her. So I feel like, mm. in other words, there's hope for you. We'll there's see. hope for your children. We'll see. Um, this one is from Scary Mommy, and it's, I sent my cusp birthday son to kindergarten, and I'm so glad I did. So cusp birthday son is, like, when your kid um, is, like, on the cusp of, like, five when it comes to send them to kindergarten, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, let's say They've the cutoff got a is, summer like, birthday. September 1st, yeah, and, like, your kid turns five, like, in August. Know, August 15th or mm -hmm. something like that. Um, so she talks about um, her first son had a winter birthday. There was no questions. They sent him to school. But then her second son is a classic class clown, an expert fart joker, spends a serious amount of time pranking people, and he isn't the most mature kid any of them have ever met. Um, and his birthday, uh, he had done all the preschool stuff, and his, his birthday is a summer birthday, um, and they wondered whether or not they should send him to kindergarten, and other, should, they, should they hold him back. Um, and they went back and forth about it, and of course, the, one of the problems, um, you know, and you and I know this, uh, if you don't send your kid to kindergarten, then you have to pay for like another year of like daycare, mm -hmm. or preschool, or nanny stuff, or both, or all of the above. So that was like a something they considered. Um, they also thought about, you know, he, he's like a pandemic kid, so sometimes it's nice to just right. be like, it's time to like get in there and get socializing. She talked to one friend who was gonna hold their kid back because they were worried that he was gonna be small to play sports. For sports yeah, yeah. Um, and then she talked to a pediatrician um, about it, and the pediatrician confirmed that there's an overemphasis of sports in general in our society. So mm -hmm, don't take mm -hmm. that under consideration. And look at the, the the pediatrician encouraged her to look at the social, emotional development and maturity. Parents should look for a child's ability to follow directions fairly consistently, focus on a task for five to 10 minutes, transition between activities, interact with peers positively and persist at tasks that are challenging. 
And she's, you know, the pediatrician says many of these skills, mm-hmm. you know, a five-year-old, even a cusp five-year-old will be able to do. So she ends up sending him, and she's happy that she did. Yeah. I think the main point, too, is, like, it's it's individual, right? Right. You like, whatever you decide. Yeah. Like, yeah. each kid's going to be different. Um, and she said one of the other uh, the, the other bits of advice was talk to people who know that kid well. Like, right. do you think they're ready? Because it really is. Like, who like size, they could have a growth spurt. Like, they might not even want to play sports. I mean, right. that seems definitely secondary. Um it's interesting because both Ellery and Henry are summer birthdays, so they both are sort of cuspy, cusp, cusp birthdays. Um, and I had no thoughts at all about sending Ellery, and then I did a little bit with Henry. I just think because it's more um, common with boys mm-hmm. for some reason mm-hmm. to hold him back. Um, and I didn't. We went ahead and sent him for obvious reasons because, you know, daycare, et cetera. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very interesting because they are different kids, and I can see that Ella Ray, um, I don't know, it's just it's just funny to watch them. And sometimes I do have to remind myself because, of course, like parents do, it's so easy to get into. Oh, the other kids in his class are doing X Y Z, like he's not quite there, or he's doing this and they're not, or whatever. Um, but it really is such an individualized basis. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to say, like, look, and and the other thing is, this is like one little blip in time, right? Like. Like, yeah. what they're doing right now doesn't mean they won't be able to – they won't excel at the right. next thing next year. Yeah. yeah, and, like, at five, maybe he's struggling with whatever right now. But, like, in three years, are you going to remember that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. To me, I'd rather him be with the right age group yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've had no no regrets about, yeah. regrets about sending him. I find it sometimes interesting. River is in preschool and pre-K right now. And um, the only people who – there's only her and another little girl who are going to kindergarten next year. All of – most of the other parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, again, yeah. are going to hold their kids back. Mm-hmm. Um, or or their birthdays fall where – Yes, but there's a yeah. major – you're right. But, the, right, um, their birthdays don't fall in the right time period. But but there are – there is a significant amount of kids mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. have summer birthdays um, who are not going to kindergarten, who could go to kindergarten and are not right, going right, to kindergarten. Right, right. Um, and it surprised me. Mm-hmm. So River has a summer birthday. Um, right. She's June 10th. And – Brian had mentioned a time or two, especially when she, if she was a little bit younger, like, and I was like, I don't know, we'll see. But now I'm like, no, River is like, I can't Ready imagine her yeah. doing another year mm-hmm. of preschool. Like, it would be mm-hmm. weird. Like, she mm-hmm. is just like, you know how when you're a parent, you like, you just know? Yeah. But yeah. I will say this, I have a summer birthday. My birthday is June 29th. And like, you and I graduated the same mm-hmm. year. But think about this, like, your birthday, you're almost like a, a year, year older right? than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, your birthday's in September, mm-hmm. even though... Like, we're in the same yeah. grade. So it does mm-hmm. kind of, like, make you – because I do mm-hmm. think those months mm-hmm. matter mm-hmm. when you're little. I mm-hmm. think there is, like, a big mm-hmm. difference. Now, the older you get, mm-hmm. the less difference it makes, which speaks right. to your point about, like, it'll all even out. Right. Right? It yeah. all evens out. But, yeah, I think this is totally, like, an individual thing. And like I said, I just – like, I kind of feel like there's no question in my mind that River should go to kindergarten mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's just. Honestly, if Bennett could go, I'd send her next year. <laughs> She's just a couple months shy. And you yeah. also have to, like, believe that, like, they make these birthday cutoffs for a reason. You know, like. I, I guess. Don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's the exception. Well, there has to be a cutoff, but... right? Like, there right, has right, to be right. a cutoff, right? Yeah. Because but otherwise, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You just have to feel like the majority of the time. They're yeah, they're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. I also, like, this was not. A... I don't remember, like, anybody being. Like, did people do this when you were a kid? 
Yeah, I do remember sometimes people holding, oh, I'm going to hold them back and start them next year. I don't remember that happening. I feel like it's just because, like, I was in such a small town. People are like, I can't afford another year of, like, yeah, daycare yeah. or preschool. I feel like most of the most of the moms yeah. where I grew up, like, weren't working. So it was, like, yeah. a lot easier to yeah. hold a kid back, right? Right, right. Um, but anyway. Win of the week. Okay, this is my win, win, win. Yay. Um, A couple of weekends ago... Ingrid and Karen and I were able to go out. Oh yeah! And did you remember that? I had it seems like a long time yeah. ago. It was really like, like six before days ago. My family got the flu. Yeah, so I'd right, right, yeah. right. Um, it was fun, and we met. Speaking of preschool moms, we met a couple yeah. of um, Lisa, Lisa, and River go to preschool together. So Ingrid's uh, little um, four-year-old daughter. She will be four. Almost yeah, four. almost four. Mm-hmm. Um, go to the same preschool. So we met some of the other moms out. So it was like a meeting of like the world, like Karen and Ingrid, but then also these other moms from the preschool. And it was fun. Yeah, yeah, we went yeah. to a dessert it's, bar. It's we had so fun drinks. how you, no matter what, like you meet other moms and you like just know there's things to talk about, right? right? Because you're like, oh, yeah, it's you've never got a preschooler. You're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, yeah. okay, yeah. Are they yeah. dealing with this and they won't yeah. wear pants? It doesn't matter and, what like state you're from, like yeah, where yeah. these these other moms had just moved how to Asheville. How old are your kids? We were like, yep, what are you going through? Yep, we you know exactly what to say to you. So it was fun and it was like a good – it was nice to get out. It's always nice yeah. to leave the kids, have a little break. It's it's really nice when you don't have to like do dinner and bedtime. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like stuck in River likes me to like stay in her room until she's like half asleep now and I'm like, I will be stuck in this like sometimes I'm like, I'm like I I will be stuck in here forever. Like I might yeah. literally be stuck in here mm-hmm. for like the next like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's so nice <laughs> not to, to have, to have do a that. little night off. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. What is it? Oh, that's it. All is those that things. It? All is those that things. It? Okay. Yeah. And right. enjoy your week. Bye, guys. See ya. Thank you, moms. Thanks for listening.